All right. How the LaCroix? It's good. I'm not a crayon fan. Why not? I, I don't know. I've just never liked cranberry. But oh, but you like other flavors? Yeah. Okay, but just not the cranberry? Mm -hmm. What's What's your flavor? I like lemon, lime. Lemon? It's, that's a lot like Perrier. I find like, it's like, oh, it's like Perrier, where this is like completely different. It's right off the reserve. It's so refreshing. <laughs> I think it's the first time I've ever had it. It's tasty though, isn't it? Yeah. It is. Not like, I don't find you get home and you're like, ah, we'll like have a beer, but I don't really want to have a beer. And this is just as like, just as refreshing. Not, not quite as refreshing, but just as refreshing. No, I can't probably see. my problem is I just grabbed the beer. Yeah, like, I don't think I could see Tim grabbing one of these over a beer. All right. So, first question I asked all the guests, what uh, got you guys into CrossFit? So, it was me. Yes, it was. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> it was all me. Um, I was in my last year of nursing, and I had moved back home. And, like, I just, we needed, I needed something to do. Um... I played competitive sports growing up and was pretty fit. And then when I got into university... Hockey, right? Yeah, That's right. played competitive hockey. Um, I quit everything when I got to university. And then I tried going to, like, Good Life. I went for personal training. I tried to get back into hockey. Nursing's really pretty crazy, I've heard. Yeah, really, really busy schedule. Um, so I just didn't have time for, like, anything. And then my last year of nursing, I had a little bit more time and I needed to try something, and so I saw CrossFit, and I'm not one to try things by myself, so I'm like, Tim, you're trying this with me. I was at, and that was here, right? No, that no, was that at was the old Kennebil. Oh, sorry, that was, but that was at YOW. Yeah. Right, okay. Yeah. And then, so we saw the sign, because I used to drive past it all the time, and send an email for you for a free class, and yeah. the rest is history. Yeah, mm -hmm. not quite. Well, because Tim. Because you guys were both here, and then we lost Tim for a little while. Yeah. yeah. And Tim, Tim so came had, back. I had shingles and it lasted probably about oh, six or eight months. Yeah. <laughs> That's what happened. Yeah. And then we were in the process of like moving out and everything else. I finished nursing. Yeah. We were moving out. Didn't have a ton of money. So that was like the last thing. I wasn't working yet. I was yeah. still only working part time. Yeah. And all the school debt and everything like that. We just didn't have quite the money. And then... Even later, when you finally joined, you're like, I don't think we have enough money. I don't think we can afford this. And I'm like, it's too bad. We're spending this money. We're going to do it. You're coming back to CrossFit. And it was pretty much I signed him up and said, hey, yeah. you got to show up. Yeah. And of course, it comes off my credit card anyway. So. Yeah. <laughs> Not my money. Yeah. But no, it was good. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Well, just in the last class, it's like you guys are like, oh, the boys are just doing their thing back here. Yeah. yeah. yeah Sean, Perry. Yeah, we made some really great friends. Yeah. That's for sure. Yeah. It's, it's very, people are very similar in their views. Just like, I just, I want to get stuff done so I could do the stuff I really, really like to do. Mm -hmm. I understand I want to live longer. I want to be fit. But I don't want to program. I don't want to go into whatever, that, that whole atmosphere. Tell me, tell me about that atmosphere because you did try the good life, right? Yeah. So I'm not a very big self-motivator. Um, and, but I do like groups. Like I've always done team sports mm -hmm. and my work as a nurse is very team oriented. Mm -hmm. I like teams, I like being around people. Um, so if I was at Good Life, I'd spend like 10 minutes on a treadmill, you know, go yeah. do some machines and then 
go home. I'd be there for like maybe half an hour. And even with personal training, I'm really good at getting out of things if I don't want to do it. And yeah. I'm really good at complaining if I don't want to do things. Yeah. And if somebody doesn't hold me accountable, I'll just complain and get out of it. But here in the team atmosphere, it's always like, I have my friends, I want to do well, I see them pushing themselves and they kind of motivate me to keep going and this is, this atmosphere is actually what has kept me going and one of my awesome. like, best memories and why, one of the reasons why I've stuck with CrossFit is um, when I first started, of course, I was one of the last ones to finish and that can be kind of frustrating at times but when I, I can remember one of the workouts um, it was actually Big B. Yeah. And he was standing beside me, and I was the last one going, and he was sitting there counting my reps for me and cheering me on, and that's what kept me going. And I just, like, still remember that memory so vividly, and that's what's kind of kept me in this and kind of kept me pushing. Yeah. It's funny, like, and I tell people, you know, if you're, finish, if you're starting CrossFit and you finish last, that's normal. Mm-hmm. If you've been doing CrossFit a while and you're not finishing kind of middle of the pack that's kind of on the coaches because we need to scale appropriately right Mm -hmm. and if we're not if somebody's consistently like finishing last to be honest it's because a coach has let them get away with doing something more than they should be doing or they're not you know they're not making the workout appropriate that's Mm -hmm. interesting so tim out of crossfit back to crossfit what's your like if, if Jarlan wasn't doing CrossFit, would you still be doing CrossFit knowing what you know now? Or would you be like, no, nah, I'm going to go do this? Be honest. If, if Jarlan didn't <laughs> bring me in the first time, I don't think I would have signed up. Yeah. Um, probably purely on a money standpoint. I wouldn't have wanted to for put sure. the money forward to. Yeah. I mean, it is not as expensive as personal training, but it's more expensive than 50 bucks a month at, yeah. at a global gym somewhere. Um, but right now, yeah, I'd absolutely stay with CrossFit yeah. and um, continue. So. I talk about that all the time. It's I would never have opened or even started CrossFit if I had eight to ten neighbors around my house. And every day after work, we all pulled out our stuff and did a workout together. Yeah. And that's just what we did. And this week, this guy's doing the programming. This week, that guy's doing the programming. And we're getting fit. But it doesn't happen in the world we live in. No. No. Nobody's like, schedule lines up perfectly to make yeah. that happen outside. Yeah. Whereas here you've got yeah. And me and Sylvia will we have some we have a couple things at home and we'll we'll pull them out into the driveway in the summer sometimes on a weekend and work out and like the neighbors are like, Who are these crazy people? <laughs> yeah. And that's that's not like it's it's really just it's crazy how in here you know, people doing, you know, lifting this kind of weight or doing these kind of gymnastics is normal. And then you go to somewhere like, go somewhere like just like a church or an airport and you look around and you're looking at people and you're like, oh my God, <laughs> this is wild. Yeah. It's a wild scene here. It's really, really different. Yeah. yeah. So going forward, so guys started CrossFit. New members are going to be listening to this too. You've done CrossFit now for two, three months. You got your shorts, your jogging pants, your t-shirts. You're like, okay, I need something to improve my CrossFit experience. What's the first thing you purchase? Skipping rope. Skipping rope. Yeah. Okay. Tim? Um, 
I don't want to say the. It's not even big, but um, just some palm guards, just to help with some of the initial tearing and stuff like that. I mean, I find I hardly use palm grips anymore. Yeah. But at the start, yeah, I yeah like all the gymnastics work, the toes to bar, the yeah. pull up stuff like that. Um, helped with a lot of the ripping at the start. They're different at first, and I try to get people to say like you need to use them for like two months. Yeah. They're gonna feel awkward, but because they're leather, they will work in. And they will like they will be yours. Yeah. But at first it's gonna be like they're really, really awkward, but they do definitely save your hands. Yeah. I was gonna say shoes. Like CrossFit shoes. That's fair too, yeah. Cause most people when they start, they're like, oh like are running shoes fine? I'm like, yeah, they're fine. And then when they start lifting and, and the shoes running shoes are designed to roll, right? Yeah. They start lifting and they're rolling, I'm like, that's okay. You have these are the shoes you're wearing and they're causing you to roll. So when a sale comes up somewhere, you may want to get like, you know, now we have the Nano 8s coming out. If a Nano 5 or 6 or even 7 comes on sale, maybe you get a pair of those and you'll see a difference. When I think that was, that was my first CrossFit type purchase was my shoes. So I started, what, end of July, August. And then my first pair of CrossFit shoes were, yeah, two months in. Um, my birthday present yeah. in October was when I got my first pair. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be my advice. And then skipping rope. Skipping yeah. rope's a big one for me. It's a you big one. You just recently learned that one. Pardon? I said you just recently learned that one when you went to Mexico, didn't you? Well, I, I got, again, it got to a point when I started CrossFit and I was like, all right, I got to get double unders. And the coach said at the time, I was like, well, you, you got to stop using our ropes. Yeah. Because by the time you get good at it a little bit, then the next time you may not get that rope or somebody may adjusted that rope and... Whereas you know, with your rope, you know exactly what you're going to get. Yeah. And so for the last five years, I had my own rope. And then forgot to bring my rope to Mexico and got a rope, kind of sized it. And it was good at first, but then, like, as you're tiring the workout, you're just like, stuff's happening. Like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> I can't believe people don't have their own ropes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it's not, I mean, there are ropes that are obviously really expensive, but there are good ropes at dollar store for like five, six bucks that at least the length is your length, right? And that's it, getting used to the weight of the rope and just the length, of, absolutely the length of the rope is yours. Yeah. All those things, once you get yeah. used to that and then having to switch, yeah. you're not gonna do as well. Yeah. And the other thing with double unders too is I'm like, you're never gonna get really good at double unders doing CrossFit because we may only do them once a week. Yeah. Where are you gonna get better at them is at your house. Is getting a stall mat, especially in the summer, right? Bring that stall mat outside, design your own little mini wad with with some double unders, and you do those like three, four times a week. Yeah, you're gonna get it. And once you have it, it's like riding a bike. It's always a skill that you kind of have. Yeah, we did. We bought a stall mat this. There you go. Past summer. Actually, they sell them at Home Depot now. There yeah. you go. That's where Twenty we got bucks ours. or something. Twenty like bucks. Yeah. yeah. Right. Cool. Took it onto my front driveway. Got some stairs because we're right by a pretty busy intersection of uh, a condo building. Yeah. So lots of people coming out and looking at me, but yeah, yeah. it yeah. helps. <laughs> I still don't have them perfectly, but they they got much better after practicing them for yeah. sure. That's it. Because it's only like you know it's either just one piece of a wad and we weren't and we're gonna work on another skill that day, or it's 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 the big piece of the wad and we're starting like a base of skill we're kind of building up. And we're teaching you things that you can do uh, during open gym, outside the gym, right? To kind of get better at that. Yeah. The palm grip one, 
Man, I wish I would have known that. Like I went full on ripped and then didn't do the uh, slips and got gloves. But then the gloves, you can't, it's hard to grip a barbell. It's hard to grip like, yeah. And then, I mean the palm guards, you can just like, if you don't like lifting with the palm guards, you can just slip them off your hands. That's right. right? Yeah. But people seem to think sometimes, and I see it on Instagram less and less now, but at first it was like that badge of honor to rip. Yeah. I'm like, it's not good that you rip. Because now you're not going to be able to do something in CrossFit for like a week. Because that has to repair. You ripped really bad ones and it took like... You well, it takes a while. Because even while. once it starts to heal, yeah. that's tissue is still soft. And you still feel that little pressure every time you jump up back onto the bar. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's just... it's not that it hurts anymore but it's just an awkward feeling when you're on the yeah. bar and you've got that just rip or freshly heal yeah and then you can't hands. do things like you yeah. can't yeah. do any barbell work or anymore um like pull-ups or anything like that for like a probably a good, good week or so afterwards because you're still yeah it's, it's not it's painful. not a badge of honor mm-hmm. to rip it's you've gone out above what you should be doing and it's mostly from from kip right so Toes to bar, knees to chest, pull-ups, chest to bars. And, and you have to develop the kind of grip strength to hang on a little more rather than just torque yeah. those wrists constantly. And, and the slips definitely help. And I find that, again, like, give them a chance. You're not going to be able to hold on to a pull-up bar as long as you would without slips at first. Mm-hmm. But you will get used to them, and the leather does work in quite a bit. And those, what are the ones like? Do you have the the bear complex ones? No, no we have the. Um, but mine, I played again. Yeah. Or uh, played again? Yeah, played yeah. against sports. Yeah. Um, I think those bear complex ones with the three. Yeah. It's they're like like wow because what happened is I had the two, and they would slide over a little bit. Oh, okay. As I because I I kept doing like okay I'm gonna do ten we're gonna do fifteen and then as I got better, the more they started to slide and then I started ripping in the middle yeah. of my palm. Oh no. I was like, why am I ripping and having slips on? And it was because, and now with the three, it doesn't, doesn't quite move. Yeah, I've seen a couple of people have those here. I think those ones take a lot longer to break in though, right? They do. Because they're a thicker. Well, I got, I got the graphite ones, which don't take a lot of time to break in because they're a little thinner, but I'm going to wear them out real fast. I could tell right now, after the open, I'll probably have to get a new pair. Oh, oh yeah. Whereas Emma's... Um, they're leather. She's broke them in now, and they're gonna last her. For it's as a long pretty as thick piece of rubber costume. on those guys. Pardon? Though. It's a pretty thick piece of rubber on those bare complex yeah. ones. Yeah, it is thick. Are but you it, gonna get leather ones next, or are you gonna get the ground? I'm gonna get the leather ones yeah. next. Like I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna try to lap them so that like if if a workout, the only time I've, I find like I'll ever go for a rip is in the is, is in the CrossFit Open. It's like, it is what it is. Yeah. But otherwise, if I start to feel my hands heat up and somebody's going to beat me in a workout, they beat me in the workout, I do not want to rip. No. <laughs> it's just, well, I say that now, but I, I, I hope I, I will come down and be like, I don't really want to rip right now. Yeah. Right? The one time I did rip, the bad time was, it wasn't even during the toes of the bar. It was when I finished my toes of the bar and I just kind of slid off of the bar. I yeah. just kind of was still hanging on but just kind of slowly released and that's when I just the release totally that was probably out. the last one wasn't it it was yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm almost finished the workout I just got one more just hang on and rip yeah and the blood's going everywhere and I'm out of doing this for a week pretty much yeah 
And the only the only thing that could speed it up is like polysporin whenever it's dry. If it's dry, polysporin. If it's dry, polysporin. Oh yeah, if you do a rip or anything like that, or even beforehand, moisturizing yeah. like crazy. It's, it's the only thing that helps. It does <laughs> help, but it's it's just like all the time you're just like pulling out polysporin. Yeah. And you work with your hands, right? Yeah. And for me, like, I can't go to work. Oh, I, I taped up my hands while I was You can't like, go to work. I not, well, so it's like an infection control issue. Right. So I'm supposed to have any of my wounds covered, and if I do have ones that I can't, then I'm not technically supposed to work with them. But as a nurse, you have the latex gloves, right? Yeah, but we don't use them all the time. So, like, we use right. them in, like, patient care. But okay. when we're, like, touching things or moving things around in the room, we don't. And that's okay. still, like... An infection Ooh. control issue yeah so it's like I really have to make sure I don't rip my hands okay I didn't know that yeah so a lot of the medical professionals in here they're like they cannot rip they can't afford to rip no no that's, that's good all right message <laughs> to the medical professionals out there yeah. <laughs> if you feel like you're gonna rip come off the bar look at your hands are they about to you have some loose skin yeah. moving otherwise like eh, no. maybe come off that's normally the point of the workout when I start to feel like I'm gonna rip is I start to go to singles. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And you just Sing, fast singles work. Yeah. They work. Right? Pat Sherwood did uh, what was it there? Fifteen point two the chest of our overhead squat one. And he did got hundred and ninety nine reps and all of them were singles, just fast singles. Wow. So speaking of the open, you guys gonna do it this year? Absolutely. Absolutely. Whoa! <laughs> Zero hesitation. <laughs> no hesitation. Uh, what would you like say to people room. on the fence about doing it? Just do it. Just do <laughs> Just it. Just do it. Great, All right. Great one, That's Tim. simple. Well. So role play with me, Tim. You're saying just do it. Like, well, I don't. I don't like competition. I just. I just want to get fit. Like, why should I do the open? Because the open isn't necessarily to compete against everybody else. Unless you're trying to make regionals, something like that. I mean, I know I'm never going to make regionals. For me, it's more of the atmosphere. It's the time. It's the, yeah. um, having somebody coach you, like um, judge you and stuff like that. And just the atmosphere involved with it is just that pretty much why I would do it. I wouldn't – other than that, it's just a regular workout. It's super cool. It yeah. is super cool. It's, it's different. And I've told people, like, listen, you can do an open workout on your own and get a better time than person X, but person X had a judge and they probably got a couple no reps in there and they had to deal with that mental, you know, that mental inner battle. And were all your reps good? You know, like, I'm sure they were close, but did you have a judge, right? So it is different. Jarlyn? For me, it's nice to be able to compare against the year before. So the first year I did the open, I didn't do any of the workouts RX. The second year, there's always a repeat. And yeah. so the second year, it was, was it 17.4 that was the repeat? Yes, that's right. The first year I didn't do it RX, I did it scaled. The second year, I did it RX and almost got the same score as I did the year before. So it was But really doing nice it RX. See, but doing it RX. So, so it was nice to see that. Heavier wall ball, heavier deadlift. Yep. The rowing was the same? The rowing was the same, and I right. didn't make it to the push-ups or the handstand push-ups either of the years, so that was fine, but comparably, I was that much better that oh, I could yeah. make almost That's the huge. same time. 
right? And so for me, that's what I like about it. And I really, really love the atmosphere of people cheering on and being able to cheer other people on yeah. and doing workouts that I probably wouldn't make myself do. Well, not make myself do or... Yeah. Just one, like 17.1 was absolutely terrible. It was the worst thing I've ever done. <laughs> <laughs> I would never choose to do that workout outside of the open. I would never want to do it again. I don't know. And that's I that's my last question. You just went to it, but all right. All right. But okay, I know but what like, you're saying. But if it came up in a regular workout, like if you program that, I probably wouldn't push myself as hard as I would in the open. That's true. I would just go through the motions. I would do kind of the minimum amount of work for that one just because I hate Right. These are not my favorite movements. Burpees, box jumps, the snatches, or was it cleans or snatches? It was the snatches. Snatches, snatches were fine, yeah. but the burpee box jump over, no, not It takes mine. a lot, like 15 is yeah. a lot of time. Yeah. Like you're like, oh, 15, what's 15? And then you're like at five, and you're saying to yourself, that was just five? Yeah. And I got 10 more to go, and I got four more rounds to go? Yeah. This is... This is going to be a little bit. But I almost finished it. I didn't quite finish yeah. it. I think I was like three or four reps off, but I almost finished it. Yeah. And I didn't even That's think cool. I was going to get anywhere near that when I looked at the workout. Yeah. I was like, no. So it's not my favorite thing. But because it was the open, I pushed myself a lot farther than I probably yeah. would have normally. So that's why I love the open. It, it, it does. And, and we have a little bit more, you know, I always talk about training and practice and using the workouts for that. And during the open, I do let... I do kind of let athletes off the leash a little bit. It's like, if you need to drop tens, you can drop tens, yeah. you can do this. You know, if you need to hang on to a, to a pull-up bar a little longer, hopefully we won't have pull-ups next week. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, go to that extra mile, right? And you can definitely, there's still, there's still a workout in 2015. I tried to do it the other day, and I couldn't beat myself. Mm. And it just... It's just because the atmosphere wasn't there. Yeah. You know, you're not you're not gonna you're not gonna die when there's nobody here. Yeah. Or nobody like pushing you, right? So that definitely kind of that is that is a standard. You can't really compare an open workout to just doing it regularly. When you do it in the gym, regular setting, you may get a little bit better. But again, are the standards upheld? Or if you don't get better. Is, is it because you don't have that kind of motivation from everybody? So yeah, it's cool. Yeah. yeah, that's good. Well, we'll see. We'll see what does. We'll see who does the open this year. Hopefully, hopefully everybody does it. Yeah, it's it, it's not it's not the end of the world. No. if people don't do it, I understand how there is a lot of pressure. Like how some people would feel a lot of pressure, but it is fun, and that's and that's what it's supposed to be. If it's not going to be fun, I'd say don't do it this year. But come watch. Everybody's going to do the workout on Friday. That's, that's, you know, everybody wants to know the wad every day. Well, it's going to be the open workout on Friday. <laughs> so during the open, that'll be easy. Yeah. So you answered my last question there, darling. The workout that, unless it's programmed or in the open, you would never do ever in your life. Yeah, 17.1. 17.1. Just nightmares. <laughs> nightmares. So and that was the first workout, and you're like, oh my God, how is this, how is the next four weeks going to go? See, and so I say that's like the worst workout ever, but I would still someday like to retry it and see if I can finish it. Yeah. Because I was just so close to finishing it, and it was the worst one for me and the one that I 
don't want to ever have to do again. So I'd like to actually push myself to do it again, to do get myself out of my comfort zone yeah. and, and do something that I don't like. Yeah. But I can't see that happening anytime soon. Okay. Well, that's, <laughs> that's yeah, I don't okay. even have a workout like that. I don't have a workout that I would say I would never do again because honestly, I just would rather... If, if I hate a workout, it's because I'm terrible at it. The only thing that's going to better myself is to do it more often. Yeah. <laughs> I guess mine... So. Yeah. I, I didn't say mine on the last podcast, but mine was 16, 16.5 and 14.5 was the thrusters and burpees over the bar. It's like, everybody can do it, but it's going to take a long time. And if you want to get a really good score, you have to hold on to that barbell and you have to keep jumping over that bar to do yeah. burpees yeah. and it just kept going it wasn't like because we were so conditioned in 2014 everything was like 21.59 and then you okay. threw in like 18 12 and after the nine you still had like six and three it was like this is terrible this is a terrible workout and it was I, I had not done it, and I completely avoided it up until 2016 when it was announced as the repeat wad and the last wad. I was like, good God, no. <laughs> <laughs> and I did it once. I got a better score than I did 2014. Some people got better than me, and I said, that's it. I'm done. I don't care. I'm not doing that one again. But you did better than the Pardon? First, but you did better than the first one. I did better it. than two years ago, yeah. So I was happy with that, and I, I let it go, and some people... Told me, well, you should try it again because maybe if you get a better score, I was like, nope, nope. <laughs> I was terrible. I was terrible. And you just sat in that corner and just give me 10 minutes. <laughs> this is bad. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Tim, no, no workout? No. Nothing? Not really. Because no. a lot of, like, I've suffered through a lot of workouts, but, and I hate it at the time, but once I finish it, I'll normally say that was, that was a good workout. Okay. Because I must just like put myself in pain. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 80% effort, 90% results, right? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think it was Chris Spieler on his podcast was talking about like, think about what 100% effort really feels like. Because sometimes we think we're going 100% and then we get pushed harder. And once we finish, we're saying to ourselves, that was terrible. I, have n I never thought I could go there. And I'm yeah. never going back there again. <laughs> and that's, that's sometimes, you know, when we talk about regional athletes, games athletes, that's what they're doing. And they have that switch where we would stop because it's not worth it. Yeah. But they don't. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. But it's so fun to watch at the same time. It it's is. so entertaining. I love watching the regionals and love watching the games. Yeah. Are you guys going to go to regionals this year? Um, I'm hoping I want to volunteer. Nice. Yeah, for the medical team. I think that would be a lot of fun. Yeah. So I have a girl that I work with that did that last year. For, oh, she did it. Yeah. How'd for, she like it? She loved it for regionals and games. And the games. Yeah. So nice. she's talking about it. And she just absolutely loved it. So she got me all excited and I'm gonna try the regionals. And if I like it, then maybe I'll try and go to the games. It, it's it's super fun because. You're going to meet people who are similar to you and who do CrossFit. Yeah. Right? And they have stories. You get to see all the athletes up close. Exactly. Like, man, Matt Fraser's really small. Yeah. <laughs> but he looks huge on TV. Right? Yeah. At the first, I was like, oh, okay. Are you going to try and judge again this year? Yeah. 
Yeah, I, I love it. It's it's uh, it's a brutal schedule in terms of like six a.m. till seven p.m. But it's so much it's so much fun um, with with all the judges. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are affiliate owners. Just to socialize about what's what's working at their gym, what's not, things like that. Um, talk about athletes. It's just fun. It's and it, again, it's it's. It's giving back too because somebody has to judge. Yeah. It's it's not the easiest thing in the world to no rep somebody because in CrossFit it's, it's we're trying to be positive. Yeah. And we wanna give you that rep. But you didn't get the standard. Yeah. So I can't give you that rep. Where must some be intimidating. people pardon? Must be intimidating, like be, having to no rep some of the big names in CrossFit. I think I think my first year it was, but now it's like, no Matt, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But that being said, uh, the best athletes don't care if you know rep. I'm not, I'm not saying they probably care, but they don't show that they care. They just move on to the next rep. And I think it's because they understand that they're riding a line between a rep and a no rep because they're trying to go as fast as they can. And they understand that if they get no rep, then you have to reset your standard. Like do the standard as it's supposed to and yeah. then bring that line back up again and see where my judge is going to give me a no rep or a rep. Yeah. Right? Like, um, you know, whoever's judging me for the open, sometimes I, I feel like, oh, that was close to no rep, and they give me the rep. Am I going to take it? Yeah. yeah I'm going to take it. But I've told the person before, and I've told all the judges when we're in here, it's if somebody doesn't get a rep and they're your friend, it's okay. Like, no rep them. Yeah. Because when they retest it, it's going to be a good score. Like it's going to be justifiably retested, mm-hmm. right? So it's the same thing with the athletes. We want to make sure, as as regional judges, that it's it's as fair as we can be. And the big difference is they move fast. Yeah, I can't imagine like, like trying to. It's like count if you blink, you may miss something. Yeah. <laughs> right. Um. But it's those last two heats. The athletes are really good with the judges. Yeah. They're really good. They understand that there's pressure on us. There's pressure on them. Let's just enjoy it. It's it's funny how it's usually the first two heats where the athletes get upset. Yeah. Whoa, that wasn't a that was a rep that was like, dude, you're wasting time talking to me. Yeah. Like, keep working. Exactly. You know? And that's the difference between a Matt Frazier and Tweak your rep, keep going. Yeah, the guy who just made it to regionals is his his mental game is not where yeah. like a Patrick Vellner or Matt Frazier is, right? Mm-hmm. So, no, I'm I'm definitely I'm gonna try to judge. You know, who knows if they have like L threes now? We're all like I'm an L two. So if they have all L threes, you know, I may not get into judge, yeah. right? Because it's all uh, more qualified coaches oh, okay. who are judging. You never know. Just like I think at the games, uh, most people who are judging are all on the seminar staff. Oh, okay. Yeah, but medical. I think if you're a nurse or a doctor, I think yeah. you're pretty much well, guaranteed. Well, especially because I work in a merge. Yeah. They want first Oh, for sure. And, and, and staff, so. can you have enough medical personnel? I don't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's, they're volunteering. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. You guys got any questions? I don't know. You had one, eh? <laughs> We were like brainstorming, like, what if he wants us to ask him questions? Oh, you don't so, have to. No. <laughs> well. But general questions that people yeah. are like, oh, yeah, I've never done that. Well, I thought of, what, what do you, 
what do you want from your members? Like you're an owner and a coach. Yeah. Like when your members step in the gym and come in for a workout, what are your expectations sounds a little bit too heavy, but like yeah. what you want from them when they come into the gym? Really, it's, um, you know, Kat touched on that a little bit last, last podcast and it was funny because we talked about mindset, right? And it's coming in with the right mindset. Mm-hmm. It's not about PRing every day. PRs are fantastic and they're super fun. But if you do CrossFit consistently, you're gonna get a PR eventually. Yeah. It's, it's gonna happen, back squat, clean and jerk, whatever. Those PRs will come, whether it happens in a year or five years, they will happen. What's more important is, is the mentality you bring when you walk into the door. Because we don't all have good days, we have bad days. But to be able to turn that switch and for an hour focus on the workout. And that's hard, it's not easy. No. Right? And at the end of the day, uh, I've been asked, how do you know somebody is now a crossfitter? Like, can they snatch 225, can they do ring muscle-ups, can they do this? I'm like, absolutely not. For me, a crossfitter is when they could come in, they look at the board and they're like, okay. <laughs> and there's no complaint. It's not like, oh, there's muscle-ups. Like, I could do this RX, but there's muscle-ups. Yeah. They're like, okay, I can't do muscle-ups. Like in their head, they're having that positive self-talk. They can't do muscle-ups, but I'll scale that and I'll have a good workout. Mm-hmm. And it's fun. Right? Whereas you could have, you know, uh, you know Mike Friesen come in and it's like, 12 inch steps at handstand push-ups for 21 reps and the most he's ever gotten is 10 and he's like well now I can't do the RX and my day's gone I'm not saying Mike's like that but let's just say that <laughs> that's the mentality then you, you have a mental hole in yeah. your fitness that it's well I have a hole I have to fix it yesterday we programmed strict handstand push-ups and I warmed them up and I got two in a row and I couldn't get a third. And in the wide, I got half of one, and then I had to put a 45 plate underneath the mat. Mm. It's like, well, it is what it is now. I'm gonna get capped in this workout, and I'm gonna work on it later. Yeah. And that's okay, right? So it's, again, it's not an expectation, but it's have the mentality that if you don't, su- or, or, or if, you're, if you don't succeed today, what you think you can do, you will later because you're consistently coming three, five, six times a week. Mm-hmm. It will happen. It's like anything else. It's like any profession. You do it all the time, you're gonna get better at it. You're gonna get stronger, you're gonna get faster. Whatever your goals are, it's gonna happen. But it's the days when like things aren't going well and you have that positive spirit, then that tells me, great. You are like, you know, this is, this is the place for you. And it also rubs off on other people, right? Yeah, that's for sure. Because the reverse rubs off too. Someone's coming in, they don't make the lift, and no, oh, this isn't my workout. And I've seen people leave like halfway through a workout, like put on their stuff. And I'm like, hey, is everything okay? You know, like, yeah, you know, I'm just not feeling it today. And they leave. I'm like, well, it's not that you couldn't do the workout, but you didn't want to scale, or something wasn't quite there today. That, and again, I get that that happens, but to be able to overcome that. Uh, is probably the most important thing for me. Can you overcome a bad day? And then afterwards, I, I, I think if you do it like afterwards, you will feel better yeah. about your day. I've had days like that where I just like, I come in, 
I haven't slept because I work nights night before I'm feeling like crap don't really want to be here but I force myself to come anyways and then I finish the workout and I feel a billion times better yeah. I have more energy I'm happier with myself I'm proud of myself that I did this yeah. even though I was feeling like shit and yeah I definitely have felt better afterwards absolutely and that's that's it Thought of anything, Tim? No. <laughs> it was just me and Charlotte the whole time. We kind <laughs> of expected much a, that. <laughs> yeah. Tim, let's talk about your fear of public speaking. <laughs> Start it way back once. <laughs> no, I won't talk. Anyways, guys, yeah. thanks for uh, thanks for the chat. No Appreciate problem. it. Yeah, it's good. Thank you. Did you guys enjoy the first one? Yeah. It was good. It was, it was good. good. We're gonna. I, there was a little bit of a hum, so I'm Can curious to see here? if the hum's gone this one. Maybe. Yeah, I hear it, eh? Yeah. All right. Thanks a lot, guys. No problem. Thank you.